You're listening to the Loving BDSM Podcast, episode 257. Kayla Lord's here with the one, the only, the guy who cut his hair short just so I would rub his head, John Brownson. That's Brownstone. right. Get you to touch me any way I can. <laughs> I, I'm sure there's something to be said there, and I'm not sure what it is. Moving on. Today, <laughs> we're talking about kink as a practice. You know, like yoga is a practice. That kind of practice. That's what we're talking about. Welcome to the Loving BDSM Podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education, and show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. If you love what you hear, we'd love a good review wherever you listen to us to help other kinksters find us. You can follow the show on Twitter at LovingBDSM, on FetLife at LovingBDSMPC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, LovingDS and the number one, LovingDS1. Or on YouTube at youtube.com slash lovingbdsm, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. A big shout out, as always, to our kinky peep. No, not kinky. Well, you are a kinky peeps. Y'all all are our kinky peeps. <laughs> I'm trying to say a special hello and thank you, and we love you to our kinky patrons. What are words? I don't know. But we know we love you. Oh, we're Th- in trouble now. I know. We haven't even gotten started yet. Uh, we love you. Thank you for joining us over on Patreon. If you too would like me to butcher your thank you every episode, you can join us at patreon.com slash Lords. It's patreon.com slash Lords, and you can join for as little as $2 a month. Okay. So before we get into this week's topic, uh, a big shout out and thank you and OMG, we love him to this week's sponsor, Jerome, the Butters Hygienics Company. Yes. Our favorite lube, my favorite body care stuff i really mm-hmm. need to place an order we still have not tried the trick of put some lube on the booty smack the booty with a wooden paddle find out scientifically yep. how that feels i'm pretty sure ow ow is how it's gonna feel mm-hmm. i want to try it have we tried it no did well, we, we take a day off together and say that we will get some kinky fuckery in during that day off together <laughs> we said the thing did we do the thing no 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 but we will. I needed a day off from our day off. I, I, yeah, I'm still recovering from our day off. Yeah. That was a very busy day off. We'll talk more about that in the mm-hmm. bonus section. But until then, we're here for the Butters Hygienics Company that sells our favorite oil-based mm-hmm. lube. Let me be very, very clear about that because some folks can do not want that or that does not work for what their needs. Um, it is organic. It is vegan Mm -hmm. it is as jerome the owner says bullshit free i like that about him (laughs) Uh, (laughs) the ingredients are simple enough that when you go to the site getthebutters.com you can actually see what's in the product you're purchasing so if you know you have a sensitivity you know you can avoid that you can read the ingredients right um a lot of the products that are made and sold there do have fragrance in but a lot of products are starting to come out that are fragrance free Mm -hmm. um including um i believe one of the like the body butter moisturizers, I think he has a, a fragrance-free one if you just want the effect and you okay. don't want the fragrance. I like the fragrance because I'm not sensitive to it. Um, but whatever, whether you need lube or some skincare or some whatever, getthebutters.com, use code Kayla, 15% off, uh, free shipping for mm-hmm. U.S. shoppers, regardless of the amount of your order. So there's that. Getthebutters.com, code Kayla, 15% off. Thank you, Jerome. It's wonderful, amazing stuff. It is. I stockpile. We have more lube than we'll probably need for a while. <laughs> I'm not mad about it. I'm going to probably buy more. It'll be fine. Okay, so that was my only announcement this week. Yay! Okay. Let's get into this week's episode. We're going to try really hard to be actually organized about this because we actually sure. talked about this before we before we sat down here that's today. What, that's what they all say. So, um, we said this 
in an episode, and see, time has no meaning. We're living in the plague. Time has no meaning. I don't remember what episode we said it, but we were talking about kink and what we're doing and the way, you know, the way we experience it. And the words popped out that kink is a practice, like yoga is a practice. Mm -hmm. And I went ding, 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 I love that. And light bulb, and I wrote it down and said, we will do an episode about it, and the day <laughs> has finally arrived. So <clears throat> um, I wanted to, I wanna be clear one, we are not yoga experts. I keep saying I want to get back into yoga. I even bought things for it. Have I done anything? No, because effort and I'm tired and I just need to do it. I'll feel better if I do, but I haven't. So I <laughs> did go to some res not resources, not like, you know, the Encyclopedia Britannica from the library when I was a kid resources, but I looked online to see like, how do people who practice yoga talk about this? Cause I didn't want to like completely misrepresent the practice of yoga either. But I will also say that if you are a person who's like heavily into yoga, maybe you're a teacher, maybe you've just been practicing it for forever or whatever, and you have some insight onto this, you know, feel free, talk to us on social, comment sections, wherever. Um, we're gonna try to be respectful of yoga is not kink, kink is not yoga, but take the principles mm -hmm. of what people have said that why they consider yoga as a practice and apply them to how we think kink can be seen as a practice. Okay, okay. So I actually did um, find a couple of resources um, where people were writing about, this is why I think of yoga as a practice. And some of these concepts came from that and I uh, will link to them in the places. Um, so if you want to read those as well, they are specific to yoga, y'all. So we're gonna kind of go through, I made a list based on what I'd read Lists and, are good. and things that we had thought about. And we're gonna try to be really mm -hmm. super organized. And we're gonna talk about each point as its own thing about that relates to kink as a practice. Okay. We're gonna try this, we're gonna see, are we gonna be organized? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I do think this goes back to the conversation we had just a few weeks ago about how BDSM is a journey. And it's yeah. not like, there's no end destination. You get there and then what do you do? nothing, you're done, you've achieved level 100 mm -hmm. and you get to go home, like it doesn't work that way. And I think this is kind of the same philosophy. So um, it's a practice, kink, because the yeah. work never ends. <laughs> I mean, that's life and adulting, <laughs> yeah. the work never ends, but in this way, uh, kink should be pleasurable. <laughs> we should wanna be doing this work. <laughs> what do you think of that statement? Um, I agree, I it it is work. Um, one of the first things I said when you when you brought that up, you know, it's like anything you you get out of it the effort that you put into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and I think let's clarify work because many of us, I myself, when I think of work, I I'm like, oh God, that thing I have to do every single day to grind away to make money to live and exist. And uh, and when mm -hmm. I'm in a good mood, I'm like, yeah, let's go to work. And when I'm not in a good mood, it's like, oh, fuck, it's work. Yeah. This is let's replace maybe work with effort with the um, idea that there is effort that has to be put into a kink life, whether that's a power exchange as a couple, mm -hmm. or it's you as a solo kinkster, or it's a certain kink activity you want to feel competent at and, and have some knowledge of and know how to do safely. Right. There's always something um, to work on towards that. So like in our relationship. Mm -hmm. We didn't just negotiate our power exchange relationship uh, in 2013 and then never speak about it again. Stop. <laughs> Podcast listeners, you can't see the gr shit-eating grin me. he gave me, but you know, you know JB. Um, 
you know, we have to constantly communicate. And we have to communicate right. every single day about different parts of our relationship. And that's effort. That's and a I'm, type I'm of gonna, work. And I'm going to use a term here that I think fits in, in the kink world. Um, first time I heard it, it, it applied to meditation. Mm. And, and I think it also probably could be applied to, to yoga. But the, the term is mindfulness. Oh, yeah. I think it's absolutely – that's a term used in yoga and, for sure. And, and I think with, with kink, it's something you have to be um, in the moment. You know, there, there's As much always, as you can As be. much as you can, with, yeah. uh, you know, with anything. But you, you, you have to be – present and accounted for, so to speak. And I know from my personal experience, when I spend too much time thinking about what was, what used to be good or bad, mm -hmm. or I spend too much time thinking about what could be, what I want to be, future stuff, uh, as an anxious person, when I'm doing that, sometimes there's a there's fun anticipation or there's fond memories, but most mm -hmm. often <laughs> I'm a neurotic mess. Hi. Uh, and it's not good for me to be doing that. And when I'm doing that in any facet of life, I'm not paying attention to anything happening here and now. And in our kink life, it means that I'm not appreciating the relationship we've built. I'm not mm -hmm. appreciating the type of power exchange we have today, even if it's not our ideal situation, even if there are things that I want to improve upon. When I am, mind when I am mindful of what we have right now, I like feel this massive swell of just appreciation and love and gratitude and thankfulness for what we have. But when my mind goes either forward or backward and I'm not in that present moment, mm -hmm. then I'm either completely dissatisfied because we're not where I want to be yet or I'm worried because what if past stuff repeats? And I know mm -hmm. that there is a lot that can be said about mindfulness. Hell, maybe we can do an entire topic about that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, let me know what you think. But um, as in that part of the practice theory, right. I think you're absolutely right that being in the moment, like in a scene. Now, in a scene, there's a lot. Like I think you probably as the, the Dom have to do a little bit of anticipation and be kind of thinking a couple steps ahead. But it's best, I know, when we're both fully present when, in that in, kinky in, moment. In that moment, um, yeah. And I know for me, in that time, especially during a scene, it's not hard to be because once I get into the scene, you know, whether we're in the, here at the house or we're at the club, I become very hyper-focused. Mm. And everything around just kind of, disappears mm -hmm. and there's just what is going on at that time and it's funny i do not become hyper focused in the way you describe it mm -hmm. i because your hyper focused self tends to lend itself <clears throat> excuse me to top space i and i don't always go into subspace which is definitely not a focused thing at all <laughs> but i am very aware of my body i am mm -hmm. very aware of the sensations what i am not most of the time worried about, even if I don't hit subspace, is anything going on around me. The couple times we've had scenes that we were like, yeah, it was good to be together, but it could have been better, were times when outside factors pulled me away from that, kind of that mindfulness, mm -hmm. that being high, very aware of how I feel and, oh, that landed there and, oh, that felt this way. And my 
in a way my mind kind of shuts off. For me, if I tell you my mind shuts off, I'm probably fully present because when my mind is going, I'm thinking about the past, I'm thinking about the future, I'm thinking about what I'm gonna do next, I'm thinking about what's mm-hmm. gonna happen next. I am not just sitting in the stillness of what's happening in this exact moment. Yeah. Um, and when, in all facets of life, when I am at my most mindful, that's what I'm doing. And that's what I get to do when we have a, a good solid scene, even if I never hit mm-hmm. subspace, is I just, all all my extraneous thoughts and all the processes in the brain of thinking about all the to-do lists, finally just stop and settle. And it's very quiet up there, very peaceful. Yeah. And I engage with the thing that we're doing. Yeah. There was a time, less so now, because life is what it is, I could do that during acts of submission that weren't, directly related to kink Mm. it's less so now because the things i do as your submissive are very much sort of a part of my routine and so as i'm doing them they're rote at this point and i'm all my mind is already like boom i'm off to the next thing i gotta do i do Mm -hmm. enjoy it when what my mind is thinking about is the next thing i have to do is this submissive thing oh i'm making coffee and then i need to move to folding sheets yes that's a thing Uh, and then i need to move (laughs) to doing this thing and i feel my submissive self in that moment but I would yeah. not say that I'm being mindful in the same way in that moment. Okay. Um, the next a concept of that we're paralleling mm-hmm. kink and yoga, that the learning of yoga and the learning of kink is continuous. It never stops. It's ongoing. And I think we've said that in so many ways Numerous about times. BDSM and kink that Unless you're completely new here or completely new to kink, I've never heard it. Yeah. You're, this is no surprise. There's always something to learn. Right. I, I I remember that is something that has always struck with me. Even when I was younger, I was like, you know, you 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 never stop learning. There's always something new to learn. And I forget which book it was that we were reading. It, it was a kink book, and the author made a comment about BDSMers being life learners. Mm. And as soon as I read that term, it was like ding, 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 ding. And I, I love that term. I absolutely love that term because there, there is, there, there's so much to learn, so many different aspects to any of the things that we do from, from power exchange to impact play to, um, you know, it's, it, it's just something that, that you should always be soaking in. I mean, you, you made a comment to me one time because I, I had attended, attended several Rope 101 classes. And you're like, well, you, you know this stuff. Why do you go? Well, because I always end up picking up some little tidbit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one one workshop is done by this person, another workshop's done by a different person. And, and you can always gleam some nugget. That and you saying that, and I remember when you said that to me, that when I pointed that out, like, what are you doing going to a rope 101 yeah. class? You're not a newbie. Um, makes me think, uh, ties into two things that I was thinking about, which is that the we think a lot of the learning we think about with BDSM is directly related to the activities. And there is a lot of learning directly related to the activities. Yeah. Please spend time learning those activities <laughs> you want to yes. do. Um, yes. And I think what you said is an amazing point because every bit of kink is individualized to us and how we do a thing and how we experience a thing. Mm -hmm. Every workshop you go 
on the same topic, every book you read on the same topic, everything you encounter on the same topic, you will come away with a different perspective. You may right. reject that perspective. It might not work for you. But when one kinkster shares, this is how I see something, this is how I do something, this is how I think about something, mm -hmm. there's a very good chance that more than one person in that audience is like, oh, I never thought about it that way. Right. And even if it doesn't change how you do anything, it just expands your horizons. The other thing that I think is um, interesting about the learning concept is it's not just the activities. And I think we get very stuck on the activities as that's what you have to learn. There's more to it than that, in my opinion, um, mm -hmm. because you, I, we learn more about ourselves. I've learned yeah. more about myself as I have figured out that I was submissive. I've learned more about myself as you and I have formed and moved forward this relationship together. I learn things about our relationship all the time. If you are open and receptive to the information coming into you, and if you think that even the not so great stuff might have a nugget of something in there that you can take away from it uh, for future use, there is something to learn from every single thing that happens to you. That just should not be the purpose of every single thing that happens to you. Sometimes tragic, awful things happen to you and you don't have to learn a lesson mm -hmm. right after it's done. But there's always information to be gleaned from everything that happens to us, right. good and bad. And so the learning isn't just that you know how to tie a better knot. It's that you know how to interact with me mm -hmm. in ways that five years ago you didn't know how to interact with yeah. me. And it, it sort of shows the proof that we we don't start from ground zero with every new relationship mm. but we're what you know about me does not apply to the next partner that next partner yeah. has to be treated as the individual they are and then sure. we have to learn each other because it, again from, it, it is not cookie cutter no no and anybody who treats it like that mm -hmm. is just signing but up for just some just for pain. a quick example with with the learning thing mm -hmm. um you know you go to a rope workshop one of the things they always talk about is safety mm -hmm. Okay. And, you know, they always tell you, have some kind of safety shears, mm -hmm. you know, a, a rope cutting knife, something on hand in case you get into trouble mm -hmm. and you have to cut that rope off. Well, then I attended another workshop presented by somebody else and they talked about safety too, which most will sure. do that to reinforce the, the responsibility of safety. Mm -hmm. And this particular fellow was like, everybody tells you to have safety shears on hand. He goes, but you're over here tying and your safety shears are over there. Your bottom gets in trouble. You can't let go of that bottom mm. and grab those, those shears. A retractable lanyard. Mm -hmm. Clips to his belt. The, the shears, scissors were there the whole time. Scissors were there the whole time. You don't have to, you know, so... It, it's Small all things. these little things like that that you can pick up that just, you know. And you can be tying rope for 20 years, never have given it a thought yourself. Hear somebody say that and go, mind blown. Like yeah. a whole new world opens up. The light bulb pops on. Yeah. And yeah. there's no shame in that. We learn how we do things and we find a way that works for us until it doesn't work for us or until we're presented with new information. And... That's okay. Now it's what you do when you're presented with new information that probably matters most. Do you go, oh my gosh, that's brilliant. No, I've never had a problem up to now, but what if I had a problem tomorrow? This mm -hmm. would be helpful to know. Right. It's, yeah, the information comes in all different directions. It can be the smallest detail that 
you wouldn't have thought was important until you heard how somebody else did it. It's why it's such an important part of the kink community that we share our experiences. Now, are we all required to share every experience we have? Of course not. But those people who choose to be people who talk about openly in some definition of openly about their kink experience are sharing their knowledge so other people can have the benefit of that experience mm -hmm. and potentially see another way of doing the same thing or get an idea. That's the, the really cool thing about hearing somebody else's experience. I might not do what that other person does, but it might spark an idea right. of what I could do that fits with my circumstances mm -hmm. that I might not have even thought about without that little, that little spark. That little like offhand comment that person didn't even know they were making that's about to change my life. Um, and I think that's that relates directly back to why this is a practice because there's always something new to learn in a new way. And we only stunt our growth as kinksters when we refuse to ever consider that there's something else that we can learn. Can we have routines that, that work for us? Can we have things that we have decided maybe 10 years ago that are super important to us and this is how we want to do things, yes. But if you refuse to have the flexibility to go, wait, there might be a better way I can do this and what worked for this last partner is not gonna work for this partner so I either have to adjust or mm -hmm. this relationship can't go forward. If you're not willing to do that, I don't think you have long-term a overall healthy kink experience. I think growth is the name of it. Change mm -hmm. and learning and adjusting and adapting and figuring new things out and getting better at what you do is part of the process. And if you are not willing to do even small things, I just don't see how over the long haul it works well in, in a person's favor. Yeah. I, think it, I think you have a lot of dissatisfaction and maybe going, this kink thing's not for me. And it's like, maybe it's not, but also, are you still doing the same exact down to the last letter thing you did 30 years ago with no uh, adjustment for the reality in front of you? Right. I'm yeah. just saying. There are better <laughs> ways to do things, which is funny because, oh no. No, I'm going to switch. This this leads into something. <laughs> okay. This leads into something. I looked at my all notes right, and I was like, right. I'm ready to get to this one. And it, you made my notes go away. Okay. <laughs> I need to see my notes. All I right. didn't memorize my notes. Why not? Um, so these two things go hand in hand. I'm going to say them together. And it's the idea that this practice thing is that you put in the effort mm -hmm. over and over again. There's never a one and done. And we kind of talked about at the top that the work never ends. And at the same time, a practice is the opposite of a shortcut. It's the opposite of a quick, easy fix. In the article I read that kind of sparked that for me. Mm -hmm. They were talking about, they were a yoga teacher and they were talking about how the a new student came up and said that their mat was really slippery and was there something they could buy? So their mat just wouldn't be as slippery. And the teacher's response was, no, it's about practice. You have to go work it. And I didn't, I don't know enough about yoga. Were they saying that the mat stops being slippery or that you gain control and don't, and work mm. with the slip? I didn't know that part. But it stuck out to me as this idea that there are no quick, easy fixes in a practice, whether that's yoga or kink. And we get questions all the time from people going, just tell me the two things I need to do, the five things I need to do to find the perfect partner, to be a better partner, to learn this skill. And it's like, it, it don't work that way. I wish it worked that way. Right? My life would be easier. I wish it was only five things. Yeah, I'd be a fucking millionaire. Five, five <laughs> things would be like the tip of the iceberg. 
And so you are consistently putting in that effort, whether it's yeah. to learn and grow, or it's in, like we talked about at the top, where we're constantly talking. We didn't just talk once, figure out our power exchange, and we were done. No. It just doesn't work that way. And also, none of it's fast and easy. Every no. once in a while, there'll be something that's kind of easy, and it's easy for those five minutes because it, it vibed with you real well, and you just like slipped into that mm -hmm. moment. And then real life bites you in the ass like two weeks later and you're like, oh wait, this is more complicated than I thought. Oh God, yeah. I have to have this hard conversation. Oh man, maybe I don't know as much about this as I thought I did. Oh wait, that easy spanking, that man, that felt effortless. Oh, that it's not this effortless this time. And a lot of that goes into back to mindfulness. Mm -hmm. I think it goes into mindset. I think it goes into where you're at in life at the moment. There are times our power exchange is effortless and like right now it's effortless yeah. and then there are times it's kind of a slog it's it, like we're working through this it's like molasses trying to run uphill in the middle of winter and we're still happy with one another and want to be here the whole time mm -hmm. but that from day to day and and quite frankly if and i've done this i there's the reason i can lecture you not to not to do this is because i've gone through this the on my best day I go, if it could just be like this every day, life would be perfect. And then the next day when it's not, because that's reality, then I'm disappointed. And then I've even done that, oh, that really annoying thing of what did I do wrong? That it's not easy, it's not still effortless. I, mm -hmm. I'm working for this a lot harder than I was yesterday. And it's not me, it's not no. an inherent thing about me. There's something going on in life. It's dumb luck, it's, you know, whatever it is. Um, kind of like the past Monday we just had. Yeah, that was a bad Monday. We'll bitch about that in the bonus section, I'm sure. Um, the opposite can be true, though. When something goes wrong, yeah. like it's just been hard the whole time, I will. I know I will sometimes internalize what, what's wrong with me, and I make it a value-based thing. Sometimes you're in the wrong relationship. Sometimes you're on the wrong path. Yeah. But sometimes it's just fucking hard until it's not hard. Yeah. You know, learn how to communicate and say the words. I could write them all day long. I could still write them all day long. Saying the words was a skill that took years to true. Like, mm -hmm. I got better over time. Like, if you compared the first time I tried to say a hard thing to you to me six months later, it was, I mean, it was a massive yeah. improvement. But to get to the point where I can look <laughs> at you and go, let me tell you this hard fucking thing, that took probably, without hesitating, I mean, yeah. It took like two or three years oh, easily. to get to that point. Easily. And now you're kind of like, I wish you'd go back to writing it down because <laughs> you didn't have to say that thing to me. It's, it's fine. I could have gone my whole life without him. And oh. that goes back into the, you're constantly putting in effort. It should not be hard effort yeah. every moment of the day for five years. Like, no, there should be joy in this. There should be moments where you're just well, super happy at what you're doing. It's like it's like anything else. But, just just like DS in general, there is an ebb and flow. Mm -hmm. You know, you go to work every day. You know, some days, man, everything just snaps into place and, and your workday goes smooth as silk, you know, and, and you get tons of stuff done the mm -hmm. next day. It, 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 it's like boulders been thrown in your, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, boulders are just rolling in your path and, you know, you got, you can't gain any ground. And I think it's very easy to get discouraged. And I think it's, I'm, I, I, I'm an optimist at heart that doesn't want anybody to ever feel discouraged because it hurts my heart for you. But also it's okay to be discouraged. That's a valid feeling. Um, I think it goes back to the mindfulness part of the practice. When it's a good day, 
enjoy it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Recognize tomorrow might not be a good day. Your next scene might not go this well. Enjoy that moment while you have it. Right. And at the same time, learning the skill, and it is a skill and it requires learning and knowledge and experience. Learning the skill of going, and this is cliche, I've seen this in memes all over Instagram. It's a bad moment, not a bad life. Sometimes, let's be real, sometimes it's a bad life. There's some shit going on. We got some stuff to work Mm -hmm, on. mm -hmm. You know, there's stuff going on that in in a broader sense, it's like, it's a bad life right now. But in this specific scenario, assuming it's a relatively healthy BDSM experience or relationship or whatever, those bad days are it's just a, it's one bad moment. It can all turn around yeah. an hour from now. It can turn around a day from now. And when it's a good moment, I would never do the opposite correlation of, oh, it's a, it's a good moment, not a good life. No, if you've got more good moments than bad moments, that's a good life. Yeah. And I mean 50 good bad moments to 51 good moments, that's still a good life. It's so easy for the human mind to focus on the negative. And there's a reason we need to focus on the negative. It's about our safety. That's Mm -hmm. about our happiness. That's about our contentment and our joy. And are we in the right place in life? Like, don't ignore the fucking negative. But if in general, most things are great, or at least decent, this one bad moment does not spell the end of all. And you're not failing and you're not doing it wrong. And it's just a bad moment. you take the good with the bad. You kind of have to. You have to. But, you know, if if, if the bad outweighs the good, then then kind of need to do some self-reflecting. So take a step back. Yeah. Is it the relationship? Is it what you're trying to do? Are you on the wrong path? Are you with mm-hmm. the wrong people? Are there other things in your life you need to be working on? Right. Like, I, I mean. I, you know, we, <laughs> we, we, we've talked about this as an example, you know, when when we first moved in together, mm-hmm. okay, we managed to have a very successful long-distance relationship. Enough that we were like, yeah, sure, let's move in together. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, we had these expectations, you know, oh, we're, we're going to be together and, and the DS is going to be this and going to be that. And the very next day after we got... It all went to shit. It it it, man! It just rolled downhill so fast. We had a um, we had like two weeks worth of Mondays. I mean, we just yeah. did. <laughs> I mean, there there were things that happened. A, a broken air conditioner. Uh, the fact that you had just moved, you know, several hundred miles. Change careers. Change change careers and and all a this. A toddler was sick in the back of my car, yeah. and that oh, was yeah. awful oh, to deal I, with I, for about three. See, or four I, weeks. I put. I, I know you were traumatized. I, I blocked that memory. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of bad stuff happened yeah. at a very so, what should have been a very good time. So what ended up happening, rather than having this perfect DS that Fantasy. we were looking forward to, mm-hmm. we actually had to put everything on hold. About two weeks. A week yeah, at least weeks. two. We've talked about it before. Yeah. I don't remember you the know, details. We, we had to put it all on hold. And it would have been very easy to become discouraged and say, mm-hmm. you know, oh, this, this isn't working. We can't do this. It's not going to be right. But we we got through the roadblocks and then we picked up and, and moved on. Yeah, because that's that's another thing, you know, using our yoga analogy like we are. And 
there are some days you want to do that really deep bend thing that where your legs over the top of your head and you're like in a pretzel, <laughs> right? Like that's what you want to do. There are days I want to be fucked and spanked and have my hair pulled and be, well, not on my knees because my knees can't handle that, and be in my most kinky fuckery submissive space. That's what the fuck I want. And yet, my I wake up and my mental health's not working. Uh, not doing right. My anxiety's like exploding or a kid is sick and so now there's no time mm-hmm, home alone mm-hmm. or 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 things or are happening client or yeah and so in the yoga practice you know i could see where somebody might be discouraged and go i'm just not doing that ever again but actually in a practice you would go okay what can i do what do i what does my body need that can't do this thing today what can mm-hmm. i do i have found much of the time i won't even i won't even lie to you and tell you most of the time but much of the time when that thing that was it was supposed to be this way and we were supposed to do it this way in this moment, and that's from power exchange to fuckery, and it's not working. I'm thinking about well, what, what do we have? Because we're talking about a relationship in this mm-hmm. instance, or what can we do instead? What are our alternatives? And because in our situation, we have the solid base of the relationship in the instance of fuckery gone awry and you know can't do it at all, we still have one another. And so we're going to mm-hmm. talk about it and we're going to lean into the power exchange a little bit right. and we're going to work through it together. We don't dump all fuckery forever because one of one bad moment, one bad day. Now, because there's so many caveats to stuff like this. <laughs> if we had a bad experience doing a kink thing, let's say I got burned during wax play. Right. One, we're not doing that again until I've healed. And two, we are going to go back to the drawing board and go, okay, What? how did this happen? How do we prevent this from where, happening where, again? where did we go wrong? What can be done to correct That's this? That's where the, the sometimes the practice analogy is not going to fit because sometimes the the things you that don't go well are because there's still more you need to know how to do or a mistake was made. And we are talking about BDSM in terms of like the types of risk and harm that can happen. I'm imagining somebody who's really into yoga is going to tell me I'm wrong, but I'm imagining that's a little, a little bit different <laughs> a yoga moment that's not quite working out for mm-hmm. you. Um, but no, we're, we didn't take our whole relationship and go, these two weeks are really hard. We have to put it put it to the side to get through these next couple of weeks. We didn't just throw the whole damn relationship out. The relationship was still important enough to us to go, okay, mm-hmm. we're, we're past this moment. Let's come back to it. That, that day was a bad day. Today feels less bad sometimes you know what let's let's just normalize the fact that you can have a bad day and the next day is not what you would call good but it's less bad than the day before Mm -hmm. and i think that gets to be celebrated me being able to go you know today's less bad than yesterday (laughs) that's called improvement okay (laughs) just celebrate our successes Mm -hmm. um and i think that's part of the practice part too and that feeds into a point that I have in my notes. Some days are harder and some days are easier. And that that yeah. is and that is something you have to grapple with. The thing you could do a week ago, you might not be able to do today for a variety of reasons. That's true in yoga, that's true in kink, that's true in everything. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you're failing. It just means today's a bad day. A thing you couldn't do two weeks ago, you can do great today. Wonderful, celebrate it. But also keep in mind that there might come a point where ooh, that's not gonna work the way it worked today. And that is just, then it comes back to my final point. We did an entire episode on it. It's all a journey. Because it's why I like the idea of thinking of kink as a practice. Because there's no destination in mind I'm trying to get to. No, I, I, 
I don't level up and then go, oh, I'm, I'm done now. I'm going home. Mm-hmm. Putting my game controller. I don't know anything about games, y'all. I'm just making shit up. It's a, I'm mm-hmm. not the one for this analogy, but you know what I mean. Oh, absolutely. It, you know, you you may reach a certain point, but then that the journey hasn't ended. It, it may take a different direction, but it continues. Yes. It continues until there's no life left for you, you know? Mm. And because we have decided that until until there comes a point, if there comes a point that it doesn't make sense for us to do, we want King to be a part of our life in some form or fashion right. for the duration of our relationship. So that means that we accept that some days are better than others. We accept mm-hmm. that a thing that went really well in 2019... <laughs> Became impossible in 2020. (laughs) Um, And we don't do any of this with a specific destination in mind, with a specific goal in mind. We have goals. There are things we want to achieve and accomplish. But once we achieve and accomplish them, we go, okay, does this incorporate into our life? Are we going to keep doing it? Great. Also, what's next? What do we want to do next? And that's... We've done the conversation on the journey. I'll try to remember to link to it in all the places in case you missed that episode. But that's, um, that is part of it. By thinking of this kink life as a practice in a similar way that we think of yoga as a practice, then the journey is filled with ups and downs and all arounds and it's Mm -hmm. rocky sometimes and it's smooth sometimes and it's good and it's bad and that's just... That's a reflection of life. That is what life yeah. is. Um, yeah. Because no matter good or bad, the place you're in, I already said it, I'm going to say it again, you will not be there forever. Even the best moment of your life, the best relationship of your life, it will not stay exactly that same way forever. Mm-mm. And even in the midst of that good, there will be bad. That's just the, the fact of life is that nothing stays the same. Everything is constantly changing. Good, bad. Mm-hmm. How we feel today, what we can do today versus yeah. what we can do tomorrow. So if instead of thinking, I have to do these five things to accomplish this mm-hmm. set goal, and I think of it as I'm practicing my kink, I'm, I'm bringing my full self to it today, and that means I can do a little bit more or a little bit less than what I could do yesterday, and that's okay. And, you know... It, it's like this. When you first start doing yoga, you're not going to be able to do the most complex mm-hmm. poses there are mm-hmm. because your your muscles are not conditioned to do that. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with DS. Mm-hmm. All right. You have to build up to it. At the same time, it's like a muscle... You don't exercise that muscle and put it to use; it's going to atrophy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to weaken. It's not yeah. going to be as strong. I, I, because I keep trying to inspire myself to get myself back into the yoga that I want to do. My body always feels better when I stretch it and move it in that kind of way. Um, I follow a lot of yoga things now on Instagram, and mm-hmm. my, and I try to follow a lot of larger bodies because um, I don't. No offense to to thin, uh, culturally uh, fit, normalized body people. You are beautiful and I love you. But it is really nice to see somebody who looks a little bit more like me bending in a way that, I mean, I had a lot of people in my life tell me when I was bigger than this and smaller than this that 
I'm, I can't do that, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I look for those accounts. I want to see those kinds of bodies on my accounts. And what I love to see from those people and other people is when they will show like a progress picture of a, a certain move or their toes in the air up here and their heads way down here or whatever. <laughs> and they'll show you the year that they started learning that move and tried it. Maybe they got a picture of it. And then they'll show like current day of how they can, how that move has changed for them and what their position their body's in. And it's literal years from I tried this to now here's where I'm at with it. Mm-hmm. And the position is essentially the same, but the body is more fluid and can bend in ways it couldn't bend in. And it's sometimes right. like a five or six year difference. And it's like, yeah, that's the art of the practice. Yeah. You know, even if you do have an innate ability, a natural talent of whatever, whatever term we want to use for it, you still have to practice it to get better, right. to improve, to sustain it, to see what you are capable of. And that is true of all facets of life including power exchange of kink. So I think that's why we think of this uh, as a practice. I think we, it's safe to say, I can say we, right? Yeah. I hope so. We don't really use that word for it, but we, yeah. when I listed out all the concepts of the idea of a practice and that people who do yoga were using, I was like, oh my God, this is totally how we see kink. This is, and I'll recap real, real quick, because mm-hmm. I know we get rambly. Okay. Uh, the work never ends. Nope. Learning is constant and continuous. You have to put in the effort over and over and over again. Yeah. There are no shortcuts. There are no easy quick Mm-mm. fixes. Some days are harder. Some days are easier. It goes back and forth. Some days are like neutral, like not a lot going on. It's neither great nor awful. I think more days than not are like that. But yeah. And it's all a journey. It's mm-hmm. all a journey. No set destination in mind. It's a path. You're on a path mm-hmm. with your practice. Yeah. Hey, I stayed on topic. You did good. I know. What? I wanted to look at a different camera. I'm sorry, YouTubers. <laughs> Podcast folks, be glad you can't see the wandering eyes that don't know where to land anymore. It's very confusing. Um, and this was all your idea, so I'm not, you know. I know. It's all my fault that I don't know right. what camera to look at. Uh, okay. So I hope that was at least interesting for somebody mm-hmm. if you were into yoga please don't yell at me about anything i got wrong about yoga <laughs> feel free to share your perspective though <laughs> um and yes i have blocks i have a strap i have a, a person i really want to follow um jessamine uh, i can't think of her last name but underbelly yoga is who i want to practice i want to follow like i have it all planned i just have to do it i just have to do it <laughs> I can see a new rule coming into place. Oh, this is why I don't like to tell you I want to do new things. <laughs> <laughs> I think we could do our bonus section. We can be done with the topic okay. part and we'll go into a bonus section. All right. So are we good? <laughs> I don't know anymore. Because we can be, right? I guess. All right. Keep, Keep it kinky, kinky y'all. y'all. And we'll see you next week. Yes, baby girl. Can I talk to the crickets, please? We have a lot to talk about. We did so much With the crickets. So, yeah, go for it. Have at it. Do I have an emoji for the week? No. I think there's a yoga person in the emojis. Is there? I think so. Uh, If so, that is what I think Mm -hmm. 
we should use. How do I test my uh, emoji of the week? Yes. When I don't um, know what it is, I send it you to You send JB. it to me. <laughs> and three hours later, he goes, why did you just send me an emoji? I'm like, it's the emoji of the week. <laughs> <laughs> yes. there's. When I typed in yoga in my text app, yes. it came up with um, different bodies sitting in the, like, the position. I don't know right. what the position's called. That, that's not, is that Lotus? I think I don't know. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I, I probably shouldn't say anything. I do not know the yoga. Program. My uh, my experience with yoga is the first app I ever downloaded that I liked. It was free, and then I paid for the app, and I liked it, and and it was uh, fine. And now I want to do something different. Um, so it's only Wednesday as the time of recording it, and it's been a week. Yes. So we did a lot. We've done a lot of home stuff. Let me start with mm -hmm. uh, pet updates. Lola is fine. Uh, if you heard any like thwapping or tapping in the back, she is starting to itch again. We've got to get her yeah. in for her shot that keeps her from scratching so bad. So I guess I need to make that appointment today. For her allergies, yeah. For her allergies. But she went to the vet last week. She's up to 65 pounds. She <laughs> does not have heartworms. She had been heartworm positive when the rescue got her. Yeah. And so she had to have multiple tests after she they cleared that up to make sure she's on preventative. So we don't think she'll get it again, but right. that was her test for that. Her last mm -hmm. test for like another year or whatever. Um, and so she's basically good to go. Uh, the cats are, we can't even call them frenemies. Like they, I, <laughs> they no, are they tolerating one another mm, for about five minutes a day? Yeah. For about five minutes a day. Yeah. Um, but the pets are wonderful. Ella, I got a picture on my Instagram <laughs> Ella, being <laughs> Ella, had taken over the windowsill in our bedroom that Onyx loves to sit on, but Onyx was in deep hiding in the closet. Mm -hmm. And so Ella was sunning herself on that windowsill. And when I, I took a selfie for Instagram, Kinky Kayla Lords, uh, and I made sure Ella was behind me and I was like, oh, she's so pretty. And then in my head, I was like, oh, she's kind of a bitch. <laughs> kind yeah. of a bitch. Um, but yeah, uh, God, I don't even know where to start. Hmm. We had the Monday of all Mondays. I've kind of blocked out some of the stuff that happened Yeah. on Monday. We had a massive tax bill come in we had to deal with, like no getting out of that. Mm -mm. Um, we had some other stuff just go yeah. wrong on all levels. You broke a thing that you really needed, but you made it work. But it was a giant slab that broke in half. Oh. You'd have forgotten that too. I'd forgotten that too, yeah. Oh my God, I forgot about the, the granite slab. Oh, yep. Forgot about that. Um, tried to hang a security light in the backyard. We needed a new security light in the backyard. Picked one up. Uh, tried to hang that. Couldn't do it. Um, you had what was supposed to be a rolly cart. For, for my your, quilting stuff. For your quilting that I started putting together, only to find out there are no wheels. And for not it. So because they didn't send wheels. It's not. It did not come with wheels. Doesn't come with wheels. I read the listing for it wrong. Yeah. There were no wheels. And and then there was the new shelf for the the shipping area mm -hmm. that you got, which put up and put together, could not finish putting up because it did not have the right parts needed for that. Because we needed to. Um Attached to the wall. We got a cheap one, which meant it was not a sturdy one. Yeah. <laughs> so it needed to be attached to the wall. Right. An exterior wall. So it's a pain to attach to anything. Right. And so we had, yeah, we didn't have what we needed for yeah. that. So, yeah, and the, the, the story with the granite slab, 
Um, a wood turner friend of mine has a friend who does granite countertops. And he was given a, a piece that was miscut, and he used it for in his shop. Gives a nice solid place to work on, easily cleaned, and and it's it's a wonderful thing. Well, he was getting a another one. It was actually bigger that would fit his bench bigger, and he had asked me if I wanted his old one. I was like, sure. I'll give it a good home. Um, perfect bench. So, And we, for anybody who does not know tool woodworking terms, and it's not even a woodworking term, it's mm-hmm. like a, a shop term. Bench is not the thing you sit on. It's the desk you work at. Right. It's your, it's your workbench. workspace. Yeah. It's the tabletop, mm-hmm. y'all. It took me forever to figure that shit out. So we went, we picked it up, we put it in the car, got it home. And in order to put this thing on my bench, I have to clean the bench, take everything off that's on there. So what we did was I I have a big cart that I used to use for the uh, craft shows. And we took the granite slab and put it on top of the cart. When the time comes, we just roll it out there and all of us lift it on to the the top. So decided Monday was going to be the day we were going to do that. So I cleaned off the bench. She was working. Boys were at school. No, I would. This happened first thing in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, the boys were at school. Yeah, but I wasn't working. I was oh, just you coming home. You were just coming home. Okay. You were like right. early bird that day. Yeah. And I thought to myself, you know, it's on the cart. I can just roll it out to the backyard and have everything ready for when everybody comes home. I didn't make it five feet off of the garage, off the driveway. And that granite slab just, I mean, it wasn't even like slow enough that I could have tried to stop it from falling. It just went whoosh. Mm-hmm. It hit the ground and split in half. <laughs> Ironically, that made it easier to carry. Ironically, then I was able to lift <laughs> each individual half. And you smushed them together. Yeah. Yeah. So you're using it. I'm using it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not its perfect Mm-mm. giganto slab. No. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, Mon- Monday was not a good day. Um, yeah, not a good day. We had all kinds. It's a, it was a bunch of little things. It was one of those situations where, like, other than the giganto tax bill, and that was that, that one had to be dealt with. And immediately. And that one was my fault. I hate taxes. Oh, my God. But everything in isolation was like an annoyance, but it was it was fine. Yeah. But it was all of them it, it together. Was, it was all the, all the things adding on. we got to the end of the day on. and we just looked at one another and went, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> but we yeah. had also, I had planned, because for the second week in a row, I worked through the weekend. And I was like, I can't keep doing this. So I had planned to take Tuesday off. And you ended up taking it off with me. Mm-hmm. And we don't know how to take days off. So we ended up, um, because that Monday night, we went to, oh, and it was every time we had to sit through a line, because we went and did some stuff. Mm, that's right. That And that happened over the weekend. Every yeah. time we went somewhere, we were like in this monstrous line of there wasn't enough people. People were impatient. Half the people weren't wearing masks. It was just one aggravation over the after another over two days so monday night we went and got what we needed for you to be able to complete everything everything on tuesday right and so tuesday rolls around and we're like 
okay, it's supposed to be our day off. We're going to make it our day off. We're going to do fuckery. We did not do fuckery. We finished the shelving unit and you got that hooked to the wall. We put the light up outside and got that hooked up. Mm -hmm. And then we completely rearranged the shipping area that we use for JB's shop where I package up orders and we store inventory and the boxes and all the stuff. Mm -hmm. We spent several hours doing that. And then we'd just gotten um, a shelving unit thing a couple weeks ago um for my near my desk for the printer and the cricket and other supplies and we organized that and then we were moving things around and then and it was a good day tuesday was mm-hmm. a good day but we do not have to take a day off no we have a fairly decent sized kitchen it was one of the, like the selling points of when we bought this house right the countertops and cabinets are a little outdated but they're usable so it's fine there was one central light in this kitchen that was LED lights, good light, but yeah. the kitchen is large enough and this one light was so small, it could not throw off enough light. There's literally no. not enough light in the kitchen. So we hired an electrician to come in and pop in some uh, LED pot lights. Yeah. So they're recessed into the ceiling. And he came yesterday at 3.30 and he left at what, like 6.30? Yeah. And he did it and it looks amazing. And I was, but we were going like that whole time. Like he mm-hmm. was there until you were on alert and yeah. I was in here working. I was like, I thought this was a day off. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was going to read yeah. a book. I did do quilting. You For did. For the record, I did do you some did. quilting. But you I did. was like, I don't think we know how to do days off. No. I didn't read a book. I didn't. Want, I personally didn't watch anything fun mm-hmm. on TV, on Netflix or whatever. TV. <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> but Tuesday, it, go back to our practice thing. Monday, Monday was, I mean, it was very stressful. It was. Monday. It was a very, um, very stressful Tuesday day. was all. A tiring day, but it was a really good day. Yes. I was like, yeah. I am exhausted and I don't know how to take a day off to save my soul. Mm-hmm. But this was a good day. Yeah. And today, today's a fair to middling day. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. A, it's a good day. Yeah. yeah. I, I have just been so stinking busy with so many things. I mean, I've just been going nonstop uh, day, day in, day out. Um, my shop elf here has been great. She's been getting me more and more organized. Mm-hmm. I'm, um, I'm in an organizational kick right yep. now. I want to organize everything. Yep. Which, uh, I'm grateful for is making it easier for me to keep a decent inventory of the stuff I make. We inventoried all your stuff. Yeah. And now you, yep. the shop man needs to get in there and mm-hmm. come on, come on, make yep. some stuff. Yep, yep, yep. And uh been doing a lot of stuff around the house. So many things around the house. Uh, so yeah. Many around the house. Home ownership's great, 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 great. You know what? I feel I feel good about the things no, we're doing around I, the house. No, I I do too. I do too. I we know. bought a rose. It's we, not a bush yet, but a rose yeah, it plant. Is a rose bush. Is it a rose? I wouldn't yeah. call it a bush, but I'm okay. I've seen bush. a bush. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> it's. <laughs> You've been hanging around me too long. <laughs> yes. 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 Oh, Tayshu asked in the live stream chat, can you use countertop resin to seal the crack? Most likely, yes. Okay. And that, that is a, a, a plan. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, see what I can get to uh, seal the crack and mm-hmm. make it a... This, uh, this weekend, prior to our No Good Awful Monday, we put some stuff on the walls by my desk. Yes. We're redoing. Um, I need to take a picture. I've got my yeah. stuffies in here. I have some mermaid we, stuff in here. We, we hung a lot of uh, stuff, uh, put an extra shelf 
I put an extra shelf in your corner that's got your stuffies, mm-hmm. put pictures on the walls. Mm-hmm. Um, My Valentine's Day present from you is yeah. a giant poster, beautiful print, art print of mm-hmm. a mermaid um, with a little bit of side boob. Like, I'm here for this. I yeah. love a good side boob. I'm, not, I'm just saying. Uh, and, yeah, we got it framed and yeah. put up. And, um, I need to take a picture. We put new lighting fixtures on the ceiling fans oh my gosh here so, in the office yeah um we had i i call them the globes they were like the the rounded glass the smoke glass yeah, not cute. um and the light was just very very dim our entire i think our motif for the past three or four days week has been let there be light light yeah we did that in here we did that in the bathroom we just bought new light yeah. bulbs they were going out we had the lighting added in the kitchen uh, heck, the 11-year-old finally got some light back in his room just by changing out a couple of light bulbs. I, I finally I, looked at the 15-year-old and went, do you need anything? I put LED lights in, in, in the youngest mm-hmm. thing, and that brightened it up for him. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I've just been doing I I fertilized the lawn. Yeah. Put weed killer down we on the lawn. We don't know how to rest. And, and it just it, it just keeps going. Um, I feel on, so satisfied when we get I, stuff I do like feel that satisfied. Um, on, on the other side of that, um, I have been spending a little more time with the oldest in the Yes, evening. y'all have been bonding over we've, sci-fi shows. We, we've, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of sci-fi, and, and he's kind of been... Um, it, it's funny because he he walks through and he kind of hovers in the background, mm-hmm. and he starts asking about what I'm watching, and then slowly he works his way around and and he he'll sit down on the sofa and and end up watching you know, you know he'll ask questions about it, and and then the conversation leads into other things that's going on with him, so it it's. It's kind of been nice. I, I miss that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we had that relationship. Things kind of got rocky for a while. But, you know, with, with all of us. He, Teenagers going teenage. Yeah, he was. About. that. You know, and and it's nice to have him coming back around mm-hmm. to where we can sit and talk and, and enjoy each other's company again. And, yeah, y'all bonded first over Stargate SG-1, which is what yeah. we were watching. We finally finished. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you started watching Orville, Orville, which I just could not. I just could not. And yeah. he kind of got into that. And now, last night, y'all were watching what? Um, well, watched the last episode of Orville last night, and one of the recommendations that came up was Firefly. How many How many episodes or seasons or whatever? Um, I don't... It, it was one, maybe maybe two seasons of Firefly. I know that the, the fandom of Firefly... Is Still bitter about Firefly going away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I do yeah. not want to get that started. Back in the day when it aired, I I was never able to see the show basically start to finish. Oh I, wow! I okay. just caught like episodes here and there. Inter, yeah, intermittent episodes here gotcha. and there. So it, it's kind of nice to sit down and and kind of mm-hmm. watch it from you know that front to back. Funny, the fifteen year old kind of doing that with watching our shows. Um, he wanted to watch WandaVision on his own, yeah. but we got him to watch the last episode with us. We watched it twice. We watched it once without him because he was at a band thing. And then he, like that night or the next mm-hmm. day, he was like, can we watch the last episode? I'm like, oh, I could watch this a second time. Go for it. Um, but with Stargate, he, yeah, wandered in, had questions, watched. It's very similar to how his little brother did 
The 11-year-old ended up watching Schitt's Creek with us. Yes, he did. He did. <laughs> he would not at first come sit on the couch and watch. He would stand in the background. I kept going, you know, you can sit down and watch. And I think a couple times he's like, is this appropriate for me? I'm like, you're fine. You've heard worse come out of my mouth. It's mm-hmm. fine. Um, and he is 11, and even he knows Moira Rose is an icon. Like, right. <laughs> and we all want to be friends and it, with Dan it's, Levy. It's funny. Just, the the 11-year-old, I'll, I'll – pick him up at school and we'll be driving home and all of a sudden he'll just start going caca caca <laughs> I know <That's> because... <laughs> if you've not watched Shit's Creek that will not make any sense right. but there's a whole thing about a crow movie mm-hmm. uh, the crowing and we can the three of us can have these little jokes about the crowing and Moira and her wigs and how we say baby and mm. none of us can say it like Moira Rose no, does. No. And if you have not watched Shit's Creek, I cannot recommend it highly enough. That is one I would watch over and over again. Yeah. It's just that good. Um, but but yeah, it, it's I I have really been enjoying mm. you know this time of bonding with them because I, and and it's kind of like I I'm I'm enjoying it because you know one of the other things that's been going on been starting to teach him to drive. Yes. Yeah. That's another thing we did this weekend. I've lost track of everything. Yeah. You know, um, he is, he will be turning 16 this coming summer. Mm-hmm. And his intention is to, to get his license. He would like to. He would like we're, to. We're working towards that, but right. also with the knowledge that if he ain't ready, he ain't ready. Right. So, you know, been teaching him to drive. And, and I think part of it is I, I'm kind of savoring it because... I know there's going to come a point, you know, after he gets his license, then, you know, I mean, he's already got his band stuff, you know, but then there's, he's going to hopefully get a job. He wants to. You know, he's he, he all wants about to. It. And, you know, he's going to start taking those steps towards his own. And that child has been tr- talking about when he gets to move out, when he gets to drive, when he gets oh to have gosh. his own money since before he was 10 years old. Yeah. I don't I I know that the reality of what it takes to live on your own is not even in his equation right now. Yeah. But I do believe he is the kid that the moment he can figure out how to make it happen, gone. Not gonna let the door hit him on the way out. Yeah. Um I think he would do it even if he had to do the you know, apartment of eight other people <laughs> just mm-hmm. to make it happen. The eleven year old, no. Total opposite. I, oh, yeah. I asked him just theoretically. I was like, because we, the 15-year-old, every time he gets in the car and he's not behind the wheel, he's like, do I get to drive? Do I get to drive? And we're easing into things because I have a lot of anxiety and I took this child on a, a, a driving lesson and I never thought I'd be able to do it. Um, but I could do it in a neighborhood where he had to go kind of slow as I saw his skill level where he's at right now. Mm-hmm. Um and so that's this constant conversation. So I asked the 11 year old, I'm like, do you ever think about driving? He goes, mom, I'm 11. I'm like, dude, your brother was <laughs> 10 and he was talking about what he was gonna drive. Right, He's like, right. no, I don't think about driving. And so I went, okay, do you ever think about when you know, you'll live on your own and you'll have your own place? He goes, mom, I'm 11. I'm like, dude, that means nothing to me. He's like, no, I'm not thinking about it. I'm like, okay, and that's fine. And I yeah. don't wanna pressure him. I also hope he's not. <laughs> The twenty-five-year-old who we have to like crowbar out of the right, house. Yeah, you know? right, right. So, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of enjoying this, um, this time, and you know, kind of savoring it a little bit, spending this time with him. 
Yeah. Oh, Mr. Spock said, RIP, your car insurance. Yeah, we yeah. know. We, we know. added him as, with his learner's permit to our um, insurance. auto insurance. And it didn't change the rates, but it told us that as long as he kept the 3.0 GPA and there were no accidents, blah, 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 what our rates would be once he got his <laughs> license. And it literally doubles. Yeah. Like it, We live in an area where auto insurance is not that expensive. I mean, we have full coverage on both vehicles. And we don't drive, put a lot of miles in our car because we work from home. Mm-hmm. And it's about $100 a month for us. Like our auto insurance is super, super cheap, but yeah. it will double. We're, 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 <laughs> very, double. We're, we're very grateful that we no longer live in the Tampa Bay area. I, we could barely afford insurance on our cars so yeah. we live there. I don't know how we would be able to have insurance. Because when we moved up there. to where we are now, there was a good drop from going to the from the Tampa Bay area. Yeah, I mean, that's when I was able to increase all our limits on stuff. Yeah. And we had more, we now have better liability coverage. Mm-hmm. Like, a real, mm-hmm. like, I'm like peak adulting in my 40s because I'm like, go ahead, let's get into an accident. My insurance yeah. cover. Whereas before I was like, no, no, mm-hmm. let's drive like a semi-safe grandma because we cannot afford to get into an accident. Right, right. <laughs> I have the bare minimum required by law because that's all I can afford. I mean, it, it's a little annoying to hit that that stage of life where you can afford better insurance, but it's also kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're not there yet, my hope for you is that you get there one day. Mm-hmm. But also, ouch. So. And, and then for me, the, the last couple of weeks, um, Florida spring is here. Oh, God. Our, my car is yellow. The, the, <laughs> my white the, car the is yellow. The oak trees are blooming. First, the laurel oaks came into bloom. Now, the water oaks are coming into bloom and the turkey oaks and so we all have watery eyes we all have sore throats yeah. you're sneezing and coughing like crazy I, i've been every morning i have routine i've got it right by the coffee pot in the morning when i get up i have my claritin and i have my <laughs> flonase i'm making my coffee and i i take my allergy meds yeah <laughs> yeah i have very mild reactions to it but yeah. even i walk around with a constant sore mm-hmm. throat and we were recording a video before we recorded this and streamed or whatever. And we, <laughs> there are so many places I'll be cutting because I had to scratch my nose. I was like, oh, my God, my nose itches. Oh, my God, my nose itches. <laughs> so, yeah, it's that time of year. Yeah. Our spring. It's really not technically spring for us. We will, we're still in some right. chilly weather. But it's spring-like enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It really is. Yeah. Um, gosh, we've rambled for a very long time. We had a lot going on. Yeah for a very long time yeah um so yeah and for everybody in the the live chat who was like uh office tour i know every time i think i'm ready to film an office tour video (laughs) then um i look at it and go no we have something else we need to do so yeah uh actually we're closer than we have been right we're closer than we have been we have one more step to do which was is going to be um moving your desk my behemoth of a desk this weekend, we're, we're going to give you a little bit more breathing room back there so you don't feel so closed in. Mm-hmm. And um, I think once we do that, yeah. then then we will be in pretty decent shape. I know. Then I just have to make myself film as the damn video. As far as the office goes, <laughs> um, my next thing, um, looking into getting some real lighting in my shop. Yeah, with the electrician being here yesterday, you were like, hey, come on out and look at my shop. Oh, you right. have to tell everybody what was on your lathe when you brought oh this God. nice little oh electrician who, we oh. don't know if he's kinky or vanilla. We don't right. ask, but right. we assume vanilla. It's just um, safe as what you was know, on the lathe. <laughs> I, I take him back in the shop 
and um, you know, explain to him what I'm, I'm looking for in there. And I didn't even think about this. Um, I'm, I'm showing him this and that and standing right by the lady and said, yeah, this is where I do most of my work. And I looked down <laughs> and there was a three-quarter made anal plug keychain on the lathe. Little bitty plug. butt plug. Um, <laughs> and yes, it was enough along that you could tell what it was. If you know about if those you know things, about those he things. could be a total innocent. You right, never know. Right, right. Probably not, but you know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, okay, well, you know, I also do a lot of work over here on the bench, and, you know, I, I, I do a look lot away, of measuring. Look and, away. You know. <laughs> it's funny because I know some of what you have back there, and I know what you've been working on, and yeah. I know, like, we are really careful who gets to come look at the wood in the garage because there's some rough cut paddles there, and yes. it's like, oh, shit. And I'm like, and I never thought to ask, hey, did you, is it safe? And then once you were out there, I'm like, Surely he made it safe. Nah, uh, Surely he thought about that. I don't need to be the one to ask him. I don't want to nag. I don't want to be <laughs> know-it-all. <laughs> Next time, just fucking ask. Okay. Yeah, right. So it, it, yeah, right. Silent Christmas tree topper. It, it's a, a a a topper for a lid on a on a. I'm doing bowl. Uh, artistic chess pieces. Yes. It's abstract. It's right. not. It's meant to represent the pawn yeah, on a chessboard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's going to be a pineapple. Yeah, yeah, it's a pineapple. Whatever you think you see, you do you don't see. <laughs> yeah, that was a good way to end yesterday. Well, yeah, having yeah. like all this light in the kitchen, and then he put it on a dimmer because he was like, "This is going to be really bright." And I'm over here going, "Give it to me. I yeah. want it to be bright. Mm-hmm. I want to be blinded by the light." And you're like, "No, give me the dimmer. Give me the dimmer." And it's so funny. We now normally our, our it's not a fight, but our like back and forth tussle of our relationship is the lights being on. I want all the lights on. I love a bright, brightly lit place. Now, see, I am. I <laughs> you am, want all the lights off. I I am looking forward cooking dinner and having that light all the way up. But until as, as then, bright. Now I'll keeps be bumping it down. Yeah. So well, I'll be honest up. with you. I was very as bright as that is. In there so now, bright. I was very thankful that pre-coffee, <laughs> I was able to slide that dimmer down, hit the switch, and not blind myself before I made coffee. Yes, last night, <laughs> like it was only a couple hours because he, the electrician, finished up so late, and then we were off doing our own thing. I would walk into the kitchen and I bumped the dimmer all the way up, <laughs> and I'd walk out of the kitchen. We were leaving the light on because stuff was going on. I'd come back in later and it'd be bumped down. And so I'm in the kitchen and I've got to bump it back up. <laughs> and then I come in later and it's bumped down. Uh, who will reign supreme? Probably the dominant. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to keep trying to have the bright light. I was in there I was in there last night and it was turned all the way up. And I looked there and I said, I need my sunglasses. Exactly. That's what we just paid money for. Wear your sunglasses in the kitchen. Every corner of the kitchen is now lit. We were, the light that we had, it was a pretty light, but it wasn't enough. And the room is just too big for that one little light. Was so dim that to stand at the stove and the oven and the microwave, because it's all like in one section, mm-hmm. we had to turn the surface light button on on the microwave that beams light down over the stovetop. And even then, you were still, like, squinting. Like, what am I cooking here? It, the lighting was so awful. So now, yeah, it's, we've got lights. I mean, the house is just lit the fuck up like a Christmas tree. Yeah. And I'm loving it. So, okay. 
We have rambled enough. Yeah. We're going to stop rambling now. Mm -hmm. uh, thank mm -hmm. you all for joining us yes, for the ramble. Um, I hope the actual topic was help. Interesting. Something, mm -hmm. something. Um, that's it for us this week. We'll mm -hmm. be back next week, as always. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess we're going to go. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We love you guys. Thanks for mm -hmm. listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for being here. Thanks for supporting us in this weird mm -hmm. thing we do on the Internet. We'll talk to you later. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye.